Welcome to the Faithful Fathering Podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. This is Rick Wirtz, the founder and president of Faithful Fathering, where we encourage and equip dads to be faithful fathers. That's a dad that prioritizes physical presence, is engaged emotionally, and leads spiritually by example. In this uh, podcast series, this is the second of a four-part series where we're talking about dads becoming heroes. And uh, in the studio with us is dear friend, uh, Pastor Ruben Villarreal. We'll uh, ask him to... Uh, just join us here on this dialogue as we continue this discussion around dads becoming heroes. Yes. And, uh, well, on, uh, on the front of, uh, of heroes, uh, you know, every, you think about these, uh, superheroes today, right? But, uh, uh, I know your girls are quite young, but as a, as a boy, who were your superheroes? My, my superheroes, uh, uh, Batman, you know, Bat- Batman was my, was probably my favorite, Favorite of them all. There you go. Why? Why did? Why, what made him your favorite? Uh, he was he was just so mysterious, right? There's a mystery around him. Um, sort of didn't have to be flashy. Didn't have to, you know, be out there and be known. And um, and I think that in a lot of ways, that's that's sort of the way uh, I, I really am. I, I work a lot like that. Where um, where if I don't have to be up in front, I don't need to be up in front, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I, I, that's one of the things I really admired about Batman. Refresh my memory. I think, uh, as I recall, Batman was the one superhero that did have that had no superpowers. He had no he superpowers. Wasn't, uh, Superman, no. like you know, he was super rich though, you know. <laughs> well, that's one power. That's, that's power today. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no, he didn't have. You know, he couldn't fly. He didn't have you know extraordinary strength or or you know speed or or what have you. So, so I, I think that 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 was part of it as well. Is that you know it's, it's a person, right? I think that's a great analogy because that's what dads are too. We have right. no superpowers. We have a super relationship with yes. Jesus the Christ that can help guide us. And yes. uh, certainly, I would say you know dads don't come out of the hospital with a uh, an owner's manual on no. on a kid. To know, but we in fact do. We have the scripture right, right that gives us everything that we need because the, our heavenly Father is the one that. Uh, that guides us and, yes. and provides uh, you know, everything and all the information. He gives us plenty of bad examples and some good examples right, right. <laughs> in Scripture and, and then, of course, calls us to a uh, relationship with Him uh, through His Son, uh, through, through uh, the resurrection. That's one passage that uh, is one, one of my life-changing passages of John 20, 17, when He, uh, come to, uh, after resurrection, He runs into Mary in the garden, uh-huh. and He says, uh, Go and tell my brothers I have not returned to the Father. Go and tell them that, uh, tell my brothers I am returning to my father and your father, right. to my God and your God. And that that was a wake-up call to me because I did not have a healthy relationship with the dad right. that raised me. And uh, to realize I had a heavenly father gave yes. me an opportunity to, uh, like I said, uh, start that journey as a hero of my children's lives. Right. <laughs> well, in this section, we're talking about uh, involvement and awareness. They're close. Uh, those are two of the dimensions in the five ways dads become heroes and that in the popular study uh, available on our website, Dads Becoming Heroes. So I wanted to talk a little bit about involvement. How involved was your dad in your activities? Um, growing up, unfortunately, that, that's one of the areas you know, where, um, where I have to adjust course. Um, he was not as involved in um, uh, our activities as, as as I, w- I would have, you know, preferred, especially elementary age. Uh, uh, we got to high school a little bit more. Um, it, uh, it was um, 
able to spend a little bit more time with us. Uh, I, I played in the band, so he, he did make it to all my band concerts and, and stuff like that. But there were other activities that, that uh, he just didn't, wasn't able to make it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's something for me where like, I'm very prioritized on um, my daughter's activities. You know, my, my eldest, she just started ballet, right? So I, you know, I went to her very first ballet practice. Actually, I went to a couple of the first ones. Um, you know, if I can, I'll make it to a, to a class. Uh, uh, you know, I'm sure to be there at her uh, recitals and, and stuff like that. And, um, so that it, and oddly enough, who's there? My my father. And I'm like, you didn't make. You know, <laughs> he, he says I learned. I learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not necessarily the fast class, but we get there. Right? Yes. <laughs> but uh, was your dad? Uh, it was his, Did he have interest in band? Was he in a band? No. He it, oddly enough, uh, he he was uh, an athlete growing up, and, and and had nothing to do with music. But he emphasized music. And uh, my brother, I have an older brother and a younger sister, and, and in our lives. Music was a big emphasis um, on behalf of my dad. He wanted us to be in band. He wanted us to learn to play the piano and, and, and different instruments. Um, and so when, when we had those type of um, activities, it, it was uh, interest to him. And so he, especially when I got to college, I don't think he ever missed one of my um, concerts when I was in college. But um, you know, so it was, it was a learning progress for him, right? You know, uh, early on, uh, he, he missed the mark, but as we got older, he, he started hitting the mark. And that's kind of the role, isn't it? As we start to have kids, sometimes that's a time when our career just starts to get going. Right. You, you start getting busy, and right. uh, you think that's the most important thing. And, uh, of course, it comes around right. that it still needs to be kept in perspective. Right. right. You know, Not that we're going to make every event of our kids, but it's awful important to right. at least prioritize. Right. Uh, and I confess, I, I always uh, tell dads that uh, you know one of the things we have to do realize is that we have 936 weeks from birth to 18. And I, I will say, if our ministry ever got to the point financially I could do it, I'd, I'd uh, equip every dad walking out of the hospital with a jar of 936 marbles right. and uh, just take a marble out every week and right. see how quickly that time right. goes away to be alert to uh, right. uh, the things that we have uh, to invest in. And right. uh, But I really tip my cap to your dad for, uh, you know, that we don't get to pick our kids' gifts, right. do we? Uh, you know, I... Our son was very athletic. Our daughter is very musical. So it was interesting that we uh, had those dynamics and uh, our challenges to get engaged. Uh, as as uh, what, what does your bride do to, to help you stay alert to uh, what, what is going on? She has a calendar on the fridge. And um, and then we're we're linked on our um, phones, right? You know, our calendars on our phones, and so she, even though she'll put something on the calendar, she will remind me days before. You know, don't forget. You know, the recital is coming up. Don't forget. You know, her first. You know, practice is coming up, or what, or what have you. And um, and so I, I'm I'm a very first type of person. If it's the first time to do something, first time to the dentist, I'm going to be there. First time to the doctor, I'm going to be there. First time in practice, I'm going to, I'm going to be there. Um, and so she, she reminds me weeks ahead and has it in my calendar, has it on the fridge, <laughs> she has it all over the place. Very good. And I need that. I need that. Yeah, that communication is yes. huge, you know, to actually have. Yeah, and, and as your kids get older, you'll see that they want to know that you know that they have right. something going on. Right. You know, and uh, so that's uh, that's good stuff. you got to practice that early and often. Yes. Uh, how involved, uh, uh, what other interests do they have? Do they, are 
they in sync with you? I mean, are they, it sounds like there's a little bit of athleticism there in the in their performance of their ballet and uh, right. And so right now they're they're really little, um, and um, so they uh, uh, those the activities are about to start ramping up, right? Where we're enrolling them in different things. Um, I have uh, three nephews um, that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and so the the youngest is about to graduate, and so. Um, before I was married to me, they were like my sons, you know, mm-hmm. the, uh, they have a father, great father, and, and I had, they had the blessing of, of having an uncle who was also like a fatherly figure in their lives. And so with them, I was I was very involved uh, with uh, basketball, basketball practice, basketball games, basketball tournaments, uh, their school activities, um, just just everything, um, because, you know, I want to make sure that, that they, they knew someone was going to be there. Even though they're about there. Could you take them out in one-on-one? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> Probably, I would say I still can, but uh, I don't, I'm not going to go that far and say I still can. Yeah, never mind if they're just seven and eight. No, no, no. I've been in high school. I could probably still take it. <laughs> well, that's, uh, you know, and I, I applaud you as an uncle to be engaged because, you know, that uh, certainly a father figure in my life was an uncle. And uh, so they, you know, they, they need those other father figures uh, right. just to help uh, validate some of the things your dad is doing. So, uh, you know, that's our challenge. But I, I was thinking, how, uh, uh, is that a brother of yours? That was my, sis, my sister, and, and they have an older brother, and he has four daughters, and the same with them. Uh, two of them ran cross-country, so my wife and I would make, make it to their cross-country meets. Um, one of them, she was involved in um, drama, um, you know, and so we would go, you know, she had a play, she, they would let us know, hey, like we would do our best to, to go. Um, but we're, we're a family like that, you know, just overall, um, we, we support um, our, each other's kids and stuff like that um, and make sure that they know that they have family there. Did you pick up on uh, watching your brother or your sister raise kids at uh, how they figured out what their kids were interested in? Um, yes, uh, yeah, yes and no. Sometimes I think that, you know, as parents, we, we try and push uh-huh. Our interests on them, uh-huh. yeah. and um, but um, but seeing as you mentioned earlier, seeing that natural ability in 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 each one of my nephews and nieces has has been very interesting and in observing it and seeing like you know she's a naturally good speaker. He's he's a he's a natural athlete. She's you know she's a natural athlete. He, you know and uh, or he's he's a good actor. You know or a, you know, a creative you know mm-hmm. person. Um, just being close enough to them that I could observe that myself in the, in their lives uh, right. has been interesting. Yeah, and validate that with, and right. discussion with your brother or your sister. Yeah, that, I think that's one of the biggest challenges we have as dads is to be involved to the point that uh, we can really help identify, is this something that uh, they're uniquely gifted in? Right. And But that unique gift or that natural ability only goes so far. That right. At some point, they have to start taking responsibility Discipline. for uh, for the discipline to train and to, mm-hmm. to do the things they need to do. Correct. So uh, I think that's where the involvement uh, really uh, uh, pays off is that when you see them and you see that spark in their eye or that competitive nature or maybe that non-competitive nature, you know that that's maybe not be the right area for them to be uh, to push or right. to encourage. Right. right. But I think one of the, one of the biggest thing I was, I was convinced that my kids were going to, I played tennis through college, so okay. I was convinced I, my kids were going to be the next Steffi Graf. Tennis stars. <laughs> Steffi Graf and, uh, and Andre Agassi. Right. And uh, neither one <laughs> took the lead, right? They're, right. They're, nobody took the bait. My son right. ended up uh, blessed to play baseball at a high level. And right. My daughter was the uh, was the musical theater dad. Right. And uh, so, and, and she was a marching band as well. Right. Which right. Is one of the, the 
you know, there's football teams out there that would love to have the discipline of right. the uh, marching Mar- band. Yeah, yeah. But but dads, uh, you know, being involved and being uh, in tune is is huge. Yeah. Uh, one thing I always tried to do, and, I, and you might ask, share if your brother or sister did this, is that uh, I would meet with the teachers and their coaches uh, regularly to say, you know, what do you see? You know, what are you picking up? Did you you ever have any discussions like that with uh, with your uh, nephews and nieces? Right. So, um, I, I I know my brother and uh, was very very much involved in um, with my with my nieces. Um, he has all the girls, and, she, and my sister has all the boys. Wow. Um, so my brother is very involved in them. my sister. Um, the boys they actually go to the schools. They're at the church, Pueblo Rural Christian School. And so I'm the school director, and so I was just able to spend a lot of time with them, and, and they have communication with my sister. I'm like, hey, this is what we're seeing, you know. Um, this, you know, I, I think this is better. Even now, you know, like uh, uh, my middle nephew, he's he just um, started um, college, and so my sister's pushing on him um, to go into nursing, and um, and I and I tell him like. I just don't think that that's his thing like you know like you're gonna make him do it and he's not gonna like it you know he's more of a creative you know and so uh she said, well how, how's that gonna pay right and i'm like well i don't know how it's gonna he's gonna make money off of it but i just know that i don't think that nursing is his thing and so you know we do have those type of conversations of, of what we see and uh the, the gifts and talents right uh, well what a blessing that you're able to stay right there in the school and you're, you're that yes. much in tune with what's going on now that's a, that's a, that's a that's kind of a, a secret sauce. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, my youngest nephew this year graduates, and next year my daughter starts. Wow. So um, she, she starts pre-K net next year. And um, But, you know, one of my things is um, music is a big deal for us. And so I'm like, you know, put them in piano lessons. Put them, you know, at least for them to have an understanding, a knowledge of music. Rather, they're going to be a great pianist or, you know, some musician. That, that That's not really my point of it. My point is, like, you're teaching them a new language. Because uh, music is a language, you're teaching them to be able to appreciate um, something that is all around us, right? Everywhere we go, we're listening to music. There's music in movies, there's music in commercials, there's music in everything, right? And so you're teaching them to appreciate a, a major chord and a minor chord, and uh, being able to distinguish between the instruments and, and those type of things. And and for me, you know, that 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 uh, that brings a, a different type of wisdom, a different type of knowledge, a different type of intelligence. Um, to the to, to the child, so so I don't know about their talents, but I know that we will emphasize um, them learning music or learning about music. That's um, saying, you know, the exposure is right. The exposure because you don't know what they what they're going to catch. Right. right. You know? right. So I, you know, I'm always uh, I've heard parents say I'm just going to limit them to two activities or whatever. I said, you know, be careful during right. the, particularly during the earlier years. Right. Right. You want to expose them to as much as right. you possibly can. Yes. My son did all everything with a ball, from soccer right. to, to baseball to, to tennis to basketball, right. and then you know we didn't know until he got into high school that right. he was really going to focus in on baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and and we did the piano and everything else until right. his instructor said, "I don't think Tom really, <laughs> I don't think he's really uh, into piano." Right, <laughs> right. When the teacher suggests that that's yeah, probably yeah. not the case, it's time to change. Yeah, but, yeah. but the exposure was there. And right. sure enough, later he picked up a little bit of guitar. Right. So, you know, that's and there was a foundation. Good. There you go. There was a foundation. A foundation, exactly. And uh, uh, so I, I think that's a, that's a wonderful point is to make sure that you do have those points of exposure right. to uh, help uh, identify those things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if we're not exposing them to different things, it's very hard to then pick up what is their natural talent or, or their interest, right? You know, because they may have an interest in something and you don't, they don't know 
you know, they don't know they're interested in the base if they've never held a base. You know, they don't know they're interested in baseball or bowling if they've never held either one. Right. right, right, right. And so, so trying to expose them to as many different things as possible, right. I think it's a, it's a good thing. Absolutely. Well, that, uh, and I, uh, one, one piece, uh, one passage of scripture I was like, uh, is, uh, when it comes to uh, uh, awareness, and, and is that uh, uh, you know Jesus was always on the mountain praying with his father. There was yeah. always a connection. There was always that that presence, if you will. And uh, and you think about uh, that interaction and the way he was, uh, you know, the father was engaged with every step of Jesus' life, right? right? And and I, I think that's a, a good analogy in the level to which we want to uh, stay involved and stay aware of our children's world. Right. Uh, not only what they're up to, but then who they're hanging with, you know, right. who their friends are. And uh, is your house, the, when you were growing up, was your house the one everybody hung out there? Yes, definitely. Uh, for for a couple of reasons. One, um, uh, uh, we, we had the biggest house, so we had the biggest driveway. And, uh, and so, man, my house, Monday through Friday, except for Wednesday, because we have church on Wednesday, but Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, there was about 10 to 15 boys in my front yard almost every week playing basketball because uh, we had a huge driveway. And um, they, you know, but my house was, all, you know, my parents were more the type, they, they preferred our friends coming over than, than us going um, to other places. Um, and especially when it came to our, our, um, our friends who weren't serving the Lord, you know, like you know, our friends from school that, that hadn't, hadn't yet, you know, come, come to the knowledge of Christ. So um, my mom was like, no, I'd, I'd rather you here. You can invite your friends, you know, and we'll, we'll feed them. You know, but I'd rather you have your, you and your friends here. And that's how we were raised. You know, that's a huge uh, perspective, not only knowing your your kids' friends, but then being tuned in to know uh, whose home they can go to mm-hmm. and you feel comfortable about what right. they might be exposed to in that home. You know, right. that's, again, that goes back to that level of involvement, that awareness. Right. You don't you don't want to be necessarily over-intrusive in right. their lives because, as of course, as they become teenagers, they've got to know their own they've, Hopefully by then they right. have their own boundaries. But at the same time, you your level of involvement, your awareness of their world mm-hmm. and their friends has everything to do with uh, what they're going to be exposed to and uh, and what they uh, could stumble over, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or early on um, in, in our marriage, um, my wife and I were talking about, you know, kids and the, how many kids we want, those type of things. And um, and one day I, I told her, it was, actually it was early on in uh, our firstborn, um, she was probably less than a year old, and I was telling my wife, I go, you know, at the end of the day, you and I are responsible for her safety, you know, for our kids' safety. At the end of the day, we're the, we're the responsible ones, so we need to know where they're at, who they're with, um, even with family, you know, like, something doesn't feel right, something feels off, like, oh, well, they think we're rude, that that's, that's not, the, the, doesn't matter to me, because at the end of the day, God has given us a treasure, and we are responsible for taking care of that treasure. Right, right. The, the challenge, of course, and the thing to also be aware of is that we're, from day one, we're letting go. Yeah. We have to let go. <laughs> no, don't day. tell me that. <laughs> this, is a, this is one of those wake-up calls here. Uh, <laughs> let go of them to uh, to walk, and then pretty soon they're going to be on a bicycle. They're going to yeah. say, let go, Daddy, and you're going to yeah. be running beside them. Yes. Know, then you got to hand them the keys to the car. Yeah. I won't think about that one. <laughs> So, there's so all, all I'm saying is there's really only one guy that's in control. And it's the right. same hero that we're pointing to. Yes, yes. So, dads, that's our message to you is to be involved yes. and be aware of 
be involved in your children's lives, be aware of their world so that you can uh, uh, be that dad that is uh, not only protective, but you're equipping yes. them and uh, understanding what kind of boundaries they need to establish as they mature. So, so dads, this is the uh, second in a four-part series where we talk about involvement and awareness. And I just encourage you, again, to be involved in your children's lives, aware of their world, aware of their friends, and, uh, and you will become a hero in your children's eyes. So thanks for uh, tuning in to the Faithful Fathering Podcast, and we'll talk to you again soon. God bless. God bless.